Tech Show. I'm your host, TJ, and with me today is... Matt, and I wasn't late this time. And Dan, and I was super late this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's probably because you were trying to survive what our topic is, which is the zombie apocalypse and how we would survive it. Dan would just sleep through it all. Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, I I feel like... Okay, I'm going to do a quick caveat to this. I feel like... That is true only because an actual zombie scenario in real life would have such a vehemently aggressive response from Americans and the government and military that it would just be immediately quarantined and everyone would be executed that was infected. You would think that. Yes, but that's current, why I just said it. Current, current goings <laughs> on seem to, to possibly disprove this. I mean, I suppose, but... This is... See, that's the thing, though, is the current goings-on are very clearly like an illness. Whereas the zombie thing is they're going to die anyway. Every instance of it, with the exception of... I think there's been a couple versions where you only become a zombie if you die after you've been exposed. Like, that's the one exception, which everyone knows they're going to die eventually. So... I don't know. Unless there's that one doctor that's like, I can cure this. (laughs) So what you're saying is the issue was the current goings on that we can't talk about because a bunch of uh, a bunch of things will just stop us from talking about it uh, is that America can't shoot it. Yes, exactly. Very much. But, so yeah, sorry to derail so quickly, but you know, I just no, wanted no, to get that. Good, no, I just wanted to get that uh, opinion out there. Is like, bit. As, yeah. <laughs> as as effed up as this sounds, I would love for it to actually happen. Like it's my dream apocalypse scenario if I'm allowed to have one of those. But I just, no, I think we agree. Yeah, I just don't think it would get to the scale that is on <laughs> movies, unfortunately. I, but also, fortunately, I don't know. I saw a meme. It was um, that was kind of like a meme, but it was like a church, and then there's a big wood sign out front, but not like their sign. It was like one that someone put in front of it. And it was this huge rectangle, and it said, "This isn't the virus I wanted. I wanted zombies." There, yeah, there's a bunch <laughs> of memes out there. There's like all the military pages are like people in their full like battle rattle with their rifle, and they're just like leaning against the window with a sad face, and it's like, this isn't the apocalypse I asked for, and stuff like that. <laughs> anyway, um, so do you want me how to go? Would you serve? Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah, go for it. I was going to ask if you wanted to go first. Um, so I think I've told you both already, but uh, my and my brother's plan, since we're currently living together. Actually, go ahead. Actually, time out real quick. Because this is important into all our plans. So I live in Ohio in the Midwest. You're in... What state are you in again? Right now I'm in Utah. I had this plan Utah. while I was okay, in California, and it's still the same plan. Okay. And then Matt's in California. You're yep. in California right I'm now. I'm in California. For now. It just... It, it affects the plan differently based on our geographical changes, yeah, I feel like. If you're in Florida so, trying to get to Canada, that's a bit of a different story than, you know, Washington State getting to Canada me, or something. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So go ahead. Okay, so speaking of which, getting to Canada seems to be some popular choice for some reason for zombie plans, uh, which means everyone's going to be there, which means it's going to be way overpopulated. So maybe rethink your plan. Anyway, my plan uh, is my brother and I uh, would link up if it's feasible, which we're living together right now. So 
boom, done. We would grab our go bags and equipment that we have, and we've discussed emergency supplies and whatnot. Um, and we would, because in the in the initial chaos, if everything has broken down, you know, like that after the zombie apocalypse happens and the first couple weeks occur and everything falls apart and there's no real security or anything and people are going off on their own. We would collect supplies uh, between ourselves and I guess since Katie and Jeff are here, I have to change the plan. Um, we would probably try to get down the road by driving about 10 minutes. We might drive, we might walk. It depends on how bad the streets are at the time we activate the plan. But we would link up with them. So we'd have a unit of four. They have a bunch of supplies. We would gear up and supply up. Ideally, we would load the cars up with additional supplies, and we would take cars and we would go to Montana, because Montana has the lowest population per square mile. Which is important. <laughs> yes, because the biggest issue with the zombie apocalypse, provided it's not like Left for Dead zombies with weird super mutant powers, and it's just kind of Walking Dead scenario where, you know, they're mostly shambly, and then they can... Like, that's one of the other big things, too, is, like, what kind of zombies are we talking about? So I'm operating under the assumption of primarily shambly zombies that might get aggressive and do a quick lurch every once in a while. Um, yeah, I think for, for the scenario, it's, like, those kind of zombies, not the virus zombies that can run and, like... Yeah, aggro zombies that can sprint or special spitter and yeah. tongue zombies or whatever, or, like, the fungal ones from The Last of Us. The, those are all super different scenarios you need different plans for. We're assuming generic yep. box standard zombie. <laughs> Um, so supply up, get to Montana. If, uh, the idea is to drive the cars as best as we can there. Um, eventually I'm assuming we would have to, uh, abandon them, which is why, and this is good advice for anybody and for any apocalypse scenario, you pack the long-term stuff in your bags and use that last and you eat the short-term supplies out of your car first. Because eventually you're going to have to give up everything in your fucking cars because the roads will collapse. Right. But once the roads will collapse, it'll be harder to get gas. Yes. Once we get to Montana, the short term would be to establish a safe cordoned area, ideally in the wilderness, um, near a source of water, which other people may migrate to, which is fine, but zombies don't need water, so it's not going to be an attraction for them. Um... And the long-term goal, all these people have long-term goals like, I'm going to hole up in a mall and make it defensive, or I'm going to, you know, find a mansion and take it and steal it, or shuk, shuk, shuk. No, 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 no. Where aren't the zombies besides the sky? Uh, underground. Underground. Matt got it. You dig an underground tunnel system and you survive that way. And you have your farm up top, and you can go hunting up top, and all that stuff, and you have a small cordoned area area up top, but you can go as large as you want underground, because you know you're not going to accidentally dig or open up a door underground to a bunch of zombies. Now, if you break into, like, a cave system, there might be a couple there that's a bit dangerous, but, you know, that, that would require some serious mining equipment. I'm talking, like, digging below the surface maybe, like, a foot or something. Foot or two. Um... But yeah, underground bunker style kind of thing would be perfect for that. Um, 
and then Montana does have population centers, so you'd, you'd make trips out to that if you needed immediate supplies or medical supplies or something, and you would basically survive like that. Um, I mean, the longer, longer term, like, rebuilding society stuff, I don't have a plan for that. That's that's down the road. No, that would, that would come with joining with multiple groups, and yeah. like, you'd have to have large groups, kind of like how The Walking Dead did. But yeah, I guess it would take in, a lot of time. in short summary of my long rambly explanation, it would be gather up my closest friends, uh, make sure we have supplies, and go to Montana and live underground like mole people. My plan's kind of similar. I mean, that all makes sense. Mine, mine's more the Canada. The thing with Canada, what you would get in Montana is, in the hypothetical of it all, zombies move slower into the snow and the cold. Like, it's... It affects them negatively, but so, so it's a positive. People. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, but we can warm up where they like could actually freeze. Solid, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and stuff like that, where you know you're in that environment. I mean, you have to adjust to that cold, but we can do that. They can't. Um, but being where I'm at, I'd go to the UP or Canada or something like that north after getting supplies and teaming up with people that I want to hopefully meet up with so really it's just an iteration of your strategy that would work for me trying to think if there's any other well okay let's like variations off of it because let's let's add on some additional caveat questions then if you're willing i wouldn't uh, yeah for sure i wouldn't go underground though i'd be above ground probably okay what would i mean if i could find a natural underground like a cave system or something like that then sure but yeah, I mean, excavating. That's why I said that's a long-term project. That would take a lot of effort. Um, yeah. Ideally, you start by finding someone's like pre-built old World War II underground bunker kind of thing. Uh, okay. So, what would be your preferred melee weapon against Z- Zambros? Oh, I got my samurai sword. So, nice. those. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'd be those. Okay. And my knives. I have a knife collection, so. Oh, knife, dude. You're gonna get that close. Mm, if I had to. Uh, like... spear. Yeah, spear. Ideally, spear for sure. <laughs> oh, I'd guess a scythe if I could have that. If I could get a hold of those. Then you're hooking them towards you. I also don't think I could effectively wield a scythe in combat. Like, I just don't. It seems weird. Yeah, Maybe like a sickle, like a hand similar sickle? to a spear. Yeah, but a spear, you just have to do a forward-backward motion, whereas a scythe, you have to, like, do a swing, but you can't, like, angle it in a certain way, or you're just going to bonk them with the haft instead of the blade on the end. Like, I've never used a scythe, so... Yeah, you gotta, like, sweeping swing. But, like, a hand sickle, maybe. I could see that. Yeah. Well, I guess the thing with scythes for spear is a spear is good for one-on-one, but if you're in a mass of them... I don't think you're doing much more than two out of a group with a scythe. No offense. Yeah. Depends on how sharp it is. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Either way, I'd I'd have the swords and stuff anyway, so that wouldn't matter. So you'd be doing Death Road to Canada style. Okay. Yeah. And Matsby. All right. Well, my plan is lame. Because at no point in my life have I not had a friend that had a way better plan than me. 
So my plan is to go and hope that they let me in on their plan. Well, lucky for you, you're coming in, Dan. Yep, you're the fucking friend. At first, it was my, I just my parents, and then soon into into college, I had a buddy named Ronnie, and then I had Joe, and now I have Dan. See, if I can make my way to you guys, I'd team up with you and guys. And they have all always had yeah. a better plan than me. Anytime it comes up, and I'm like, honestly, I really just need to make myself useful to you. So, that, so here's a question then. Okay. Because uh, di- Matt, Matt just hit on something really important, but my point's going to be a little longer, I think. So go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go, go ahead, and then I'll ask my question. You sure? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Matt just made up made a good point of he feels he would need to make himself useful to the person with the plan. Yeah. That is my biggest problem with all of these zombie shows. Is people... Too many useless fucking people that should just be dead. Like, somebody in that group should be like, you're a waste of space, you're a waste of space, you're a waste of space. Can you believe that he just did that stupid fucking thing? We need to kill him. He is as much of a threat as the fucking zombies. Exactly. I mean, I don't know... It would have to be pretty bad for me to say just outright kill him unless they were bit. But it would definitely be like, I am no longer in your group. Goodbye. Or you're yeah. no longer in my group. Or yeah. Whatever. Like, honestly, realistically, zombie apocalypse goes down. I sit there, realize that my parents are way too far away. They're just dead to me until this whole thing clears up and I can try and check on them. My once I live in Utah, my brother will be too far away from me. Have a nice like fuck probably 30 minute cry about how I just have to assume my fucking brother is dead he's like my best friend then I need to figure out how to be useful to Dan that is that is the hard part like there are definitely people where you're like mm, sorry <laughs> yeah no it's like I'm like alright well they're basically all dead until until not being dead is not my number one concern in life right now now on that point though I'll be devil's advocate a little bit and it is how I feel. Yeah, there's some people that would be useless in You're talking the about the surviving element, yeah. but it's long term versus short term in the sense of rebuilding where people are yeah. more valuable there. So you still need them within the group. I think like if you have a doctor that's being an idiot, you don't kill him. If you've got like a construction worker that's being in it, you don't kill him. But if you're going along and you pick up a couple people and it turns out one of them didn't graduate high school, one of them works at a fucking convenience store, you know, those people, those are the people that you're like, you're an idiot, you're not listening to anything, you are a threat, you're gone. Yeah. So, I kind of agree. I think that would make me a little bit more lenient toward them if they had those skill sets that were not readily available to learn or or at least bypass or figure out. So like a computer programmer way down the line, important. Technically we could learn it, but damn, that's tough. A construction worker would be nice to keep around. A, no, that's, a, that's, a, that's immediate. Because once you start holding up, they can build things. <laughs> Fair, yeah. Uh, but like a uh, a doctor or something would be super nice to have around, don't get me wrong. But if that motherfucker doesn't want to do guard duty and throws a hissy fit, you're fucking gone. I'm sorry. Immediate needs now. I don't give a shit what you can do Well, you do know later. what? All of a sudden, uh, I agree with Dan. Because Dan is my plan. 
and Dan decided the doctor needs to go. So I guess the doctor needs to fucking go. Don't get me wrong. I would love to keep him around, but that does not exempt him from life saving duties. I don't give a shit who you are and what you do. I mean, honestly, I just I just had this imagining like this is the actual conversation. Dan pulls me aside and he's like, all right, Matt, realistically, the doctor needs to go. He's not willing to do shit. And I'm like, you know what, Dan? Well, I'm liking what you're putting down. So I'll get, I'm going to come back to this real quick because it involves another question that plays into this. But first, I want to ask, with our plans then, I guess this is more directed towards Dan since you're just going to follow Dan. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my current plan is Dan, so. How, what is the delay time to start your plan once it happens? So, like, do you give it a couple weeks to let people get like, a head start? Because, and this plays into my second question then, to me, in a zombie apocalypse, the zombies aren't dangerous after a certain point. It's the people. Yeah. It's alive people that are more dangerous because people go psychotic and all that fun stuff. And yeah. It's, you can't trust anybody. So it, there's like a window. There's different windows of like if you go out initially, now you're dealing with are people bitten? Are they zombie? You know, yeah. like that whole thing. Versus there's like a midpoint where people aren't too crazy yet and you can still slip by things and other people who are held up first way later where now you really got to be risky with who you end up meeting out there and stuff like that i think it's mostly a question of level of safety in the immediate area if i think it's still relatively feasible and safe to exist in my space then i will stock up I will probably see the signs and stock up before other people, I would imagine, because of my personal experience. Um, but, like, if there's, if there's no zombie events that occur within, you know, we'll say an arbitrary 50-mile radius around me, like, I'm probably not going to jump the gun and freak out. Right. Unless the unless it's like been declared that the government has collapsed due to this chaos and like the rest of the country is going apeshit, then obviously I'm going to be like, all right, well, time to hunker down. Um, but if like if the government is trying to rein in control, if the military forces and the National Guard are trying to rein in control and it's not within my immediate bubble, I'm probably just going to hunker down and stockpile in my space I have now. Once it starts getting closer than like a 50 mile spread to me or the government and ruling authority bodies are dysfunctional or make stupid calls, then that's like, all right, well, I'm not going to go out and like steal people's shit and kill them, but I'm You bet your ass I'm going to go emergency by and get moving like that's yeah. it. I'm kind of in the same boat, too, although I feel like the neighborhood we live in, we could hold out here for a long time. Cause like, it's not like a dangerous place. When it comes to that, you don't wanna you don't wanna jump the gun early, because then you're gonna look like the jackass after everything is over. Right. <laughs> if like if it's like okay yeah that was a crazy three weeks but you know it was actually a super easy virus to to contain and cure. Ah lol, we're good. Then it's like oh man you know I I donkey punched my my upstairs neighbor Mary and took her soup. How am I going to live that down now? Because she's still around. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> or like, oh man, I skipped my rent payment on that crazy month and there's like, you know, now I'm going to get evicted. Oh shit. <laughs> you got to make sure it's actually an apocalypse before you like do the crazy stuff. Exactly. What do you, what do you think, Matt? I just, the idea of I donkey punched the upstairs neighbor for soup and now the apocalypse <laughs> that I thought was going to happen is over and I'm on immediately back to worrying about fucking the social contract and shit is hilarious. Yeah. I would be uh, getting Costco and getting like um, the, the jumbo pack of soups. Like, <laughs> I mean, realistically, like I said, my plan is to try and be part of somebody else's plan. So it, it just becomes like I need to make myself useful. I would ideally like to have, you know, a place in the person's like council of trust or whatever you want to call it. Ooh. And so, you know, it becomes like a decision making process with the team, not just, all right, well, what does Dan want to do? It's like, yeah. all right, well, Dan, I think we should do this. You know, things are getting a little crazy. I like I basically I it helps because back when my plan was Joe. Me and Joe are pretty different. Me and Dan are more similar. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell anybody Joe's plan because that's that's Joe's plan. And I, yeah. you know, I respect him. And you don't tell a man's plan to somebody else. <laughs> I'm seriously, like that's no, his shit. I agree. I'm not going to yeah. I'm not going to sell him out. Anywho, um well, you actually brought up uh, another follow-on question that I wanted to ask you guys. The Council of Trust. Kind of. Um, what is your ideal size group for the scenario? Uh, one quick thing. The thing that I'm worried about, like, more than, than like, time to implement plan is the rate at which shoot first, ask questions later escalates because i assume if it gets if things get sufficiently bad that is a thing that happens yeah where at a certain point you just start being like eh, you're more of a danger than an asset dead and i don't want to be more of a danger than an asset so that means that i have to be more of a danger you know right. what i mean you have to shoot yeah. more first than they do yeah, oh, yeah. in this situation Which unfortunately gets, gets real difficult yeah and it plays into Dan's question because it's kind of a two answer for me, two part answer for the size. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, this is going to be an extended episode for sure. <laughs> um, I forgot to put the timer on, so we're just going. Um, I mean, I can see the time at the top. Anyways, the to answer the kind of the two parts, I feel like if I could get everyone I wanted to, it'd be a pretty large group, like around 30 people in the beginning which would probably get narrowed down a little bit. Realistically, not everyone's probably going to survive if it was like uh, Walking Dead style. Because a couple people would probably get surprised and stuff like that or craziness or just wilderness. But I would want to set up a place kind of like... Have you guys watched The Walking Dead? Yes. Uh, the uh, first like two or three seasons. Oh, uh, okay. So there's like a... I can't think of what it's called, but it's like Alexandria. It kind of like Alexandria, but the other one, um, the, the farmland one. Oh, Herschel's. No, the, no um, God, the farmland one. The kingdom. Okay. There's like a, a farm base. No, got the, it. The, well, no, yeah, there's like a mansion in the center, and they build up fencing around it. 
with towers and stuff like that. So basically building one of those. And then you oh, slowly the let people in. So I wouldn't mind. No, it's not the sanctuary. I wouldn't mind letting people in, but it would have to be through a vetted system to make sure that they're not going to, which is going to be imperfect. So I don't know. It's it's questionable. I don't know how much I'd rather or how much I would, I would want a smaller group at first and then slowly build as you could trust people. But then what Matt says, you know, shoot first would kind of be the mentality. It'd be, it'd be hard to uh, adjust that accordingly. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> my my ideal group size, uh, realistically, would be while moving four to six. Um, it's enough to have everybody watch each other's backs. It's enough to have variety with social contact. It's enough to maintain a semblance of, like, nighttime security and watch. It's enough to carry a decent amount of equipment and get a good spread of skills across people. But it's not a massive pack of, like, 30 that is going to draw attention or something. And then, it's also not enough that, you know, cliques within the group would really realistically form. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then once we got to a place and we're beginning to build up, then it would be like a small tribe. I'd, I'd like double it to maybe like 12 to 16 I'd be comfortable with. Yeah, um, until later on, I'm guessing, until... Yeah, and then beyond that, it's kind of like, that's the point where I would probably be like, okay, I've kind of outlived my usefulness as like a commander call, shot caller position kind of thing. Somebody else take the reins as this grows. Just give me a small element of people to worry about kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, traveling-wise, I, I really would prefer a smaller group, like you are saying, because it's just easier to coordinate. Yeah. And then... And the, it has a higher survivability rate, Yeah, I feel like. And then the, the factor about the shoot-first-ask-questions-later policy, I would definitely... I can't fathom you don't just want it to happen. shooting. Like... No. I, I wouldn't ever just shoot, like, someone who's obviously not a zombie, but it would definitely be, like rules of engagement military style where it's like do not fire unless fired upon first fire a warning shot attempt to halt the target kind of thing mm. like there would be a very clear defined system of what you need to do before you shoot a living non-undead individual kind of thing oh yeah yeah uh and then like the the council of trust thing like I would I would never go into like dictator mode unless there was a serious like internal problem emergency at which yeah, emergency situation yeah, at which point I would be like you know no we're 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 done with with pitching ideas you go in that room you go in that room I will make the decision and make sure I am not the only one that supports the decision, but this is stupid and a waste of everyone's time and energy kind of thing. But outside of an emergency scenario, it would definitely be like, okay, these are the things I understand we need right now. 
this is my priority list. What do you guys think? And then we would work. To, like, I feel like I do that pretty well now. Most of the time I will reach out to people when I need other opinions and devil's advocates and stuff like that. So I would just continue to do that for a long period of time. Makes sense. What about you? Yeah. What about you, Matt? Don't just say what I said. <laughs> which which part? The specifically the group size. Like, what is your what is your? I think group? I think it's a sliding scale. You want enough able-bodied people to resources to not have to worry. That makes sense. Um, I think like. Honestly, the thing I would worry most about, I, 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 I think a lot about the social aspects of this shit. Like I said, the shoot first, ask questions later. Like, I worry about that becoming a thing as the apocalypse goes on. You know, like like we were talking about earlier, as as zombies become not the threat and people become the threat, and you have to worry about, well, what kind of fucking people survive this thing? What kind of people survive this thing in a small group? What kind of people survive this thing alone? You know, that sort of shit. It's like, all right, well, you know, two years in, you find a random dude walking through your forest. What the fuck kind of person is that? Do I need to worry about this shit? So I worry about that stuff, and in that same vein, I think you want a large enough group... To effectively, you know, carry a decent amount of shit, have a decent spread of stuff. Like, you, I know you said don't say what you're saying, but I like what you're saying. That's fair. I agree with it. Like, but but one of my things is you don't want too many people that the group can realistically split into two opposing groups. Exactly. If any shit goes down. Yeah, that's my other thing too. Is like, if I personally do not trust you or get along with you you're not in the group yeah i can't i can't handle that shit we there's no space for for internal hissy fitting it has to be full trust with everyone within the group but yeah which as you grow it's harder that's just yeah obvious well that was uh that was definitely a long episode (laughs) yeah any final thoughts from you guys don't get bit. Yeah, don't get bit. <laughs> oh, dude, we'll have to do a second episode because I just thought of another question, but we don't have time for that. Like, don't get bit. Nah, it's okay. I don't realistically want to do any of the horrible things I just said that I think about having to do. Well, but, yeah. you know, you, nobody wants to be in a fucking apocalypse, so you got to nope. do some shit. Um, I was going to say, oh, I think we'd all do pretty good surviving it, though, if it were to happen. My thing is, I feel like we would survive it well if we get past the initial initial. Yeah, that's like, the thing. That the, the whole initial part is like a fucking coin flip. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's like... You're just... You're lucky or unlucky if it's like um, Walking Dead or Resident Evil or whatever. Where it's like so many people are turning so fast that, you, you know... Dude, if it's Resident Evil zombies, we're all doomed. Yeah. Uh, early game or late in the series? Look, early I'm sorry, like but dead. if Mr. X can shoot a rocket launcher or whatever his name is, we're all doomed. Okay, those are virus-induced ones, though, versus the actual zombies. <laughs> I think zombies. that's his point. Like, they can exist. If if can exist equals doomed. If it's Resident <laughs> yeah, Evil zombies, yeah. a company made them, and the company is trying to make them, and we're all fucked because nobody's gonna be like, oh, you know, just, just don't trust the company. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, <laughs> I will 
getting into that walks in this way yeah. further. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a great episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the extended wax show about zombies. I am your host, TJ. I'm Matt. I'm Dan. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.